All right, welcome back to another episode of Get Stoked, the podcast where we delve into various subreddits to find interesting stories and hopefully spark a conversation. I'm your host, Evan. And I'm your host, Ty. Joining us today is a very spooky specter, Trenton. I'm a ghost. <laughs> All right, Trenton, you want to uh, t- tell the people a little about yourself before we hop into this? Uh, um, I don't know much there is about me, but we are doing paranormal today. I'll let yeah. you in on a little secret. And I am a horror fanatic, so mm. I'm excited fanatic, to sit down and talk. Yeah. Fun times. A lot of opinions on it too. So. <laughs> All right, so Ty, how about you uh, tell us, t- tell the people what we're what we're talking about today? This week we will pierce the veil between realities and discover the secrets beyond our comprehension. That's right. This week we're exploring the paranormal. Did I miss the part on our plan where we're doing a, <laughs> um, a radio announcement voice? <laughs> that, no, that's me being sick. <laughs> I expect. Really? Yeah, I, I thought yeah. you were. Purposefully trying to sound like no, I'm just dying. Did you oh. picture him with like a crystal it, ball? Yeah, it I was. Fits, like, mm. It fits with the paranormal theme. If I'm closer to death this week. Yeah, but it's also like, <laughs> do I do, do I need like be wearing a mask or something? Am I gonna Probably. get sick? I okay. mean, that's honestly why I washed all the cups. Okay. Before, oh, guys. Well, well, thank you. I, oh, so, you should always wash all the cups. So though. grateful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So before, all right, go ahead. Um, let's talk about our subreddit before. Uh, so this week we are using r slash um, paranormal. Okay, and uh, I think before we hop into this, um, let's let's all put it out there. Do we do we believe all believing ghosts here? Oof, I'm a very not sure. I feel like that's a cop out thing, right? But I'm in between like never seen it, so I can't believe in it. But I feel like it's foolish to completely say it doesn't exist, right? Yeah. See, I always yeah. welcome. I always welcome the idea. I just want like a ghost to like pick me up and throw me across the room. That's because I don't saying. have definite proof that ghosts exist. Because there's no way I can just get lifted up and tossed into a wall. Like if I break a couple bones, it's fine. But you know, I'll take it. Here's the real question: If you figure out if a ghost exists, is it immediately turned to a religion then? Because that's the same way for me. Really? Yeah. I'm like, if there's an afterlife, I gotta start just hoping and praying to some kind of deity. I honestly don't know at that that point if, because like then if you, there's ghosts then like how how what what explains why they're here and yeah. not in the afterlife so that makes sense. I don't, I'm not sure what what my first reaction would be probably. It's pretty neat, but um, <laughs> oh wow, that's as somebody's like getting turned inside out in front of me. But uh, you just said you wanted to get thrown up against. I do. Else, so you're getting like the shit kicked out of you yeah. by this ghost, and you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. At I, least it's here. Yeah. Anyway, I would I would say I'm skeptical, but. I also have had slight like experiences. Fair share of not with, fair not share with, of weird shit. I wouldn't that's say happened. ghosts, yeah. but like weird shit has happened to me that I can't explain. Yeah, that's definitely the same with me. I hope it's the same. With yeah. You. Oh yeah. I, I specifically remember specific stories that we can get into in a little bit uh, that happened in our fucking dorm that like I, I just couldn't explain. <laughs> okay. Well, our dorm supposedly is haunted. haunted. Yeah. 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 But, um, so is this one that we I am currently living in. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. the other building with the little girl. This one apparently has a, they call him the blue boy, and he floats and looks th- at you in the window on second and third stories. Oh, I don't like that one. I'm sure that's just yeah, not some like... because if you look at my bed... Yeah, I'm sure the podcast can easily look at your bed no, right I'm now. I'm talking to you guys, shut up. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Um, okay, so do we want to let's 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 start with a post before we? Uh, okay, so I saw I read this one uh, while I was avoiding doing work, and I really enjoyed it. This one is called "Daughter's Imaginary Friend May Not Be So Imaginary After All." Well, children are scary when it comes to ghosts. Yeah, it's a little long, Sorry, so I'll try to I'll try to include only the important details. Uh, my daughter Madison always had imaginary friends. They were all in pairs. There was Dana and Steve, Fraga and Kinga, boyfriend and girlfriend. Then one day she told me, around age three. She's now 15. About Kellum, that played around with her. I thought it was odd that this imaginary friend was flying solo, but I played along and asked if Kellum was her age. She told me Kellum wasn't a kid, that he was a grown-up who, would, who was tall like her daddy and wore brown pants and a yellow shirt. I still thought we were talking about someone from her imagination, so I didn't dwell on it, until one day she started singing a song I had never heard before. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer. Do I'm half crazy for all the love of you. Then she mumbled a few words and picked back up with a bicycle built for two. This went on for a few days, and I assumed she heard it from her babysitter, as she didn't really talk to anybody else outside of the family. She was three, so that makes sense. Babysitter told me later that she thought my husband and I taught her the song because she didn't know it either. I then asked her where she heard it, and she told me that Callum taught it to me. He sings it to his baby. 
<clears throat> this gave me the creeps, but I thought I'd best just chalk it up to like some something on television or just some creativity. Eventually, Kellen faded away and she stopped singing the song. She grew out of her imaginary friend phase, uh, and we never brought up Kellen again. Fast forward to about five years ago, I'm telling the story to a coworker who recognized the song as an old Nat King Cole tune called Bicycle Built for Two that was popular way back in the early 20th century. That prompted us to start looking on Ancestry.com and my property address history. I started following rabbit holes and found that in the 40s, the Beasley family bought the property adjacent to ours and ran a small dairy farm on it until it was sold in the 90s. The deeded owner at the time it was purchased in 1941 was Calum Beasley. Kaylin was the father of five children. His youngest died at age three, and her name was Madeline. I think the f- the first part that's important to realize about this is that it was a lot like many years ago, like a couple years ago. So like it's less likely to be the to, to like think that she maybe saw this on like an electronic device, or like a phone. So like I mean, it says what post in two thousand eight. Like you know, mm-hmm. kids didn't have iPhones and shit every day. So I think I think it's scarier to think of like that because like kids are so unpredictable unpredictable with that i think it's even spookier when when kids like are are seeing this kind of shit yeah i mean that's a very common motif and like just real life stories too as well as horror stories where it's like oh my daughter says she has an imaginary friend and then i saw like the imaginary friend walking around or like yeah there's one girl it's a like a famous demon case called sally right and the girl had a little friend and whenever they got in trouble uh the daughter would go, that wasn't me. That was my, that was Sally. Or Sally told oh, me to do it and that. stuff like oh, that. Oh, God. So <laughs> the imaginary friend thing is always freaky. Yeah. I think little kids in general, there's like, the the concept of like youth and innocence is what is so scary. Like, that's why in all of those horror movies, you always hear like, um, like a children's song being played just a bit slower than typically or something like yeah. it's always like the distortion of innocence that freaks I think me it, I think out. it allows for a lot of negligence too from parents it's like uh, she's just a kid she's probably just making that up but if it's like something specific they're like how where did this come from like yeah you know you can't just like I don't know I, I feel like you can't just suppress well, that to like oh it's just, just her caught, imagination I just caught the detail that her name was Madison yeah. and his daughter was Madeline that's yeah. kind of weird so and, like like who comes up with the name Kellum too? Like it was the twenties. Come on, I guess I would name my kid Kellum. Well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, <laughs> I think it's also neat too. It's like it's it is more of a dog name. I, I think it's nice too that people like to post these kind of stories for like validation that they're not just like um, uh, uh, crazy or like they, their kids aren't just like you know pulling stuff out of their ass or whatever. But um, I mean, she was only three at the time, so like. How much can a three-year-old really make up on their own? Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird. You see it with dogs, too. Yeah, it's like, like they dogs. Stare. That oh, scares the yeah. shit out of me. They just stare at, like, a random corner with nothing in or it. Or they bark at or bark, at, bark into the darkness. That's why I'll always yeah. have a dog. I will provide the skeptical point of view on the dogs thing. Supposedly, because of their heightened hearing, sometimes they will just uh, stop and look because they're hearing something from a distance. And so they stop breathing and they'll just look at one spot so they can focus on hearing. I guess, but I don't know. But it's also creepy as fuck when you're in a creeped out mood and then all of a sudden your dog is just like looking down a dark hallway at something, cracking its head like it's listening to somebody and you're like, fuck that shit. I mean, if it's listening, that's that's fine. But like, if there's like, if you, I don't know, I just feel like if you can't, if it's barking in like a dark hallway or whatever, Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I've never experienced that with either of my dogs, but I would scare the living fuck out of me. I actually, my dogs, ooh, this is actually a good time for this, anyway. I've had a slightly paranormal interaction because of my dogs. I would call it slightly paranormal because I don't know if it is, but it was freaky as fuck. Um, we take my dogs on walks through a cemetery by my house because there's nowhere else to walk that's safe. Um, and there's this section of the cemetery that's blocked off by like steel bars, basically, like on mm-hmm. the ground. They're about like an inch off the ground. Mm-hmm. It's all the unmarked or like worn away. They're too old to, like, have any names on them. And my dogs will not cross that line no matter what. That's weird. No matter what we tried. If we tried to pick them up and carry it across, they would, like, squeal and cry. Really? Yeah, yeah it was scary as fuck. I, I don't go past it. Do you think that they have some sort of sense of, with that kind of stuff? I mean, I'm not sure, but it freaks me out. It seems That's like for fucking sure. <laughs> <clears throat> um... Okay. Do we want to go on the next one? You, sure. you provide, I think you provided all of them. I have a whole lot. You brought some too, didn't you? Yeah, I brought the, the one with the deer type thing. But you're a much better enunciator. 
Yeah. And I think you yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, well, Especially you. with your sick voice. I think it's working pretty it's well. Kinda, yeah, I have like a sexy tone to it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't go that far, but... Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Okay, um... Do you guys remember um, when we first got here last year? We used to watch all those spooky videos yeah. at, like till like really late at night, and mm-hmm. just like that was like that for a week. Yeah, that no, that was awesome. It was. It was a lot. Of I fun. missed uh, those times just hanging out with everyone. Yeah. down in a dark room watching and spooky videos. Dumb. They're spooky videos, but they're also the dumbest thing because it's like top five ghost number five. five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I really, I really love not sleeping. Yeah, me yeah. too. I like to do it sometimes at night where I'll just read <laughs> shit and then it's like, you know, why, why not? Like, why? Because it's fun why? sometimes. Let's just ruin our night. Let's just yeah. not and, sleep. And especially when I sleep in the basement down in my... Uh... Oh, Jesus. It's, yeah. it's fascinating why people are drawn to horror. Like, do you think it's the emotional reaction of the, the high you get or is it the... Yeah. It's thrill-seeking is what it is. For me, I've always found it more of like an entrance in the macabre, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what actually happens and stuff like that. So I don't know if it's necessarily like if I like being scared or if it's more just like I want to see the creativity and all of this other stuff that might go on, you know, after yeah. certain things like life and yeah. stuff like that. I like to like oh sorry Tony. I like it. to watch a lot of the movies that are based on like true stories and just like deep like dive into them like like research the shit out of it because I'm oh, curious like the Conjuring true. and stuff like that. Like I love that kind of stuff, but I also like that feeling of being scared, but. Most because like most of the time you see horror movies don't have like a super good plot, but like like movies that are based on true stuff, I, I like to watch those the most. Yeah, I um I for me the reason I read I don't like to read like scary stuff. I like to read creepy things. I, I think there's a slight difference there, um, but I like to read it because there's a lot of other emotions that you can get from other things. Like you can get sad or you can feel like that adrenaline from like an action movie or whatever. It's much harder to make yourself feel those like truthfully it is very easily it's very easy to creep yourself out and put yourself in the center of that and to make yourself believe that you are being affected by the things that you're reading about like you can read about somebody having like their doors open and closed without them and the next time you hear somebody just door slam like you get that little bit of spook yeah i like that but i also hate it it's like a mental association well you everyone thinks they know why right because fear is probably the most evolutionarily advantage advantage uh emotion to have because it you know it saves you literally from death like yeah Yeah. if you don't know if those stripes by the trees over there is a tiger or just some (laughs) stripes by trees it's better to assume it's a tiger and just yeah it's it's, it's it's just pure pure instinct at at that point but yeah um, uh, yeah i think uh i don't know I, i just I, I'm into the horror, too, for, like, similar reasons. I just find it, like, super interesting to see people's creativity, too. But, like I said, the ones that intrigue me the most are the ones that are, like, based on true stories or legends. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just, like... Folklore you know, is super interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, because how can you denounce something that's been around for many years and, like, that people can't explain? Yeah. Like, it's easy nowadays to make stuff up because of the internet and stuff. But, like, when you see, like, you hear a story that's been passed down for years and years and years, it's like, well, that had to have come from somewhere, it right? Had to, it had to have some realistic... Yeah base and even if it's not paranormal or supernatural it had like the fact that it's frightening means it was frightening and something yeah uh folklore particularly horror folklore is super interesting because they're they're not necessarily like horrific tales but it's more like uh cautionary Mm -hmm. like if you think of la herona yes i was just thinking of that one the woman in white yeah it's it's not necessarily about a spooky ghost it's about hey don't go outside at night and stay by bodies of water. You know, it's a way to teach kids. Yeah. Don't do these dangerous things. Uh, and that's where I feel like a lot of folklore horror stems from. But then there's also ones where it's like, there's no apparent explanation besides someone's just like, yeah, I saw that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think like, yeah, I, the, the woman, I remember watching like, like an episode of uh, Supernatural where they did one like that where it's like, you know, if you pick up this lady and you're... Uh, you go to try and have sex with her, she kills you. So it's like, don't cheat on your significant yeah. other kind of yeah. thing. But um, I I think that's a lot of where like those um, especially in like, you see a lot more like third world countries where they like, where like not third world but just like other countries where they spread their lore to like, you know, scare their children into doing not doing stupid stuff. Yeah, I think that probably also has something to do with the fact that like, there's not really an American, like, heritage beyond. You, you know, where we are now. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, you hear a lot other of countries that have been around for like they're. People have been around for hundreds of years. I mean, then we've like, been here for two hundred. Native years. Americans have a lot of oh yeah, like the um, the skinwalkers or whatever. Or, yeah, 
or like there's a lot of like lore from them too i mean so it's not i think we have our own but it's like not a lot of people know about it because it's like not like i don't know you don't have a lot of contact with that kind of stuff yeah it's super interesting because american legends and stuff will often take on like a european Mm -hmm. but also a native vibe just because of like the the trading and the talking between the natives and the europeans yeah so things like the skinwalkers that's purely native but that's super fascinating I, I love the concept, but they scare me. Those are, like, the things that, like, run really fast. Like, yeah, they look they like are, dogs. They are people who can ch- change into animals and sometimes take on the form of people. Yeah. And supposedly they're, like, Navajo, Navajo yeah, that's what people I, yeah. that have, like, committed some great sin or, like, atrocity in order to gain that power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one really knows what they do. Most people think they just, like, kill you and then, like, wear your, like, skin because that's how they, like, transform or something. Yeah. But I, like they've been described like the way people describe them in the stories and stuff or that they're a mockery of like normal life so they will like take on the form of something but it will be off in a way that's like very like horrifying to see yeah and that like they'll make sounds like animals but it's clearly a person animating the sound so like a dog like it might be like a dog and it's barking but like it's very clearly like a person and that freaks me out like an animal with a person's voice barking that yeah well that's um that goes right into the uncanny valley where it's like something is just off from what we expect it to be like those creepy dolls you see with the porcelain faces where you look at that and you go that's a face i know it's a face but there's something off about Mm -hmm. it somewhere and it just unnerves you to the core for whatever reason Mm -hmm. i hate the porcelain dolls like not just since that Annabelle movie, just in general. I've always found them to be super yeah. creepy. And you know, the Annabelle doll isn't even porcelain. It's like one of those raggedy Ann dolls. We saw one of them at that thrift shop. So, Do you want some porcelain dolls that no, I have? No, please, please. Do you have porcelain dolls? Yeah, they were in my bedroom whenever nope. I moved in. Oh, you can keep those to yourself. Do you want to hear something funny? They're renovating um, my boyfriend's house right now. And as they were renovating it, somebody opened up the attic and fucking like a box full of old creepy ass dolls i don't like that yeah that's probably (laughs) i can't wait to see the finished product um yeah so like i think um if we're talking about like legends i think i kind of want to talk about the the black the black the black eyed children children. i find those i love those those stories Um, i've been interested in them ever since we saw that video of the guy who was like did all that research into like how to attract them and he would like play that noise outside his house and one of them showed up and, like, was just standing on his porch for hours. Like, could you imagine that? Like, screw that. But, yeah, let's get into that one. I have one of them. It's, honestly, I remember reading this one. It wasn't great, but I think he was trying to describe a black-eyed child, but he didn't know what he was saying. Um, This is the little girl with blacked-out eyes. Yeah, little girl with blacked-out large eyes. I've been reading these stories off and on for months and have been waiting to tell this story, but I had been waiting for my sister to find the photo. Unfortunately, as... It always happens. Yeah. Um, the only person who may have this photo is me, but my computer is dead. It is getting fixed, so once it is, I'll post the pic if I didn't delete it out of sheer terror back in the day. This is an oldish story that happened to my little sister and her friend in Marin County, California, movie theater. Uh, my sister and her best friend were grounded, so naturally they went to the movies together with permission from the parents, but the only condition was send a picture of you guys to the movie so we know you're there. Before the movie started, my sister and her friend took a horizontal photo of themselves sitting in the seat, and they sent it to her mom's. Nobody noticed until after the movie what exactly was in their photo with them. Keep in mind, the movie theater was empty. The theater is very old-timey, and not a lot of people go there because they only have one viewing room. You can see that there is one, not one person... No, I think it's just not one person behind... You can see that there is not one person behind them in the seats. Um, In between both of their heads was a little girl... Black hair, shoulder lengths, with large, blacked-out eyes and pale skin. She was kind of hard to see, but um, as you turned up the resolution in contrast, there was 100% a little girl sitting in between them. It sucks because, like, they didn't ever post the picture on there, so... <laughs> yeah, um, there's a yeah. bunch of people. But like, OP never delivers, pick. but still, yeah. it's like... I think that that's, like, the most terrifying thing is you take a picture and you don't realize it until you go back and look at it that there's something behind you. Yeah, what's more horrifying to you guys? At the moment, not knowing that something was there, or knowing something was there at the moment. Afterwards, definitely afterwards. Afterwards, because I can deal with the anxiety and stress during the the time, but it's like afterwards, like knowing that something was there and you had no idea. That's just terrifying. I mean, I had that fear of like somebody watching me in my house without knowing. So it's like, 
I think it's yeah. more scary to see it afterwards. Like how whenever you walk downstairs or something late at night, you flick on the lights and you just can't see outside, and you're like, someone could be standing right, right there, there just looking in. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am. Um, uh, that reminds me of a story. This one time, uh, we went up to this park. It was up on a hill, and because um, we wanted to, me and my girlfriend at the time wanted to make out, which was rare, for, which was a rare occasion for that relationship. <laughs> but anyway, we went up there and just like. I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, the aura or, like, just the overall feel was, like, something is going to fucking get us. And it was, like, at that time, like, killer clowns were running about. Oh, and, fuck that. But so I was, like, you know, we're going to fucking die up here. Because, like, the whole time I'm just, like, paranoid because it's, like, it's quiet. It's dead. We're up above everything. Like, perfect place to be murdered would be at this park. And uh, um, I just terrified. It was, it was, it was I, I wanted to, I left. We left, like, after 15 minutes because it was, it was bad. And I was in this big red pickup truck at the time, too, so... Um, God, the killer clown, the killer clown trend makes me so mad because I don't know who in their right mind would buy a creepy clown costume, get dressed up in it, and then not freak themselves out running around alone at night trying to freak other people out. Like psychopaths. Yeah. Like who does that? Like if I were to do that, I would scare myself thinking about what are people going to do to me when I try to spook them. Yeah. You cross the wrong guy. And I jump up on some like, uh, redneck with a shotgun like, ready to blast me into pieces. Or even creepier, I run into someone else doing the same fucking it's thing. It's just a prank, bro. And it's like, you know, what do we fucking do here? You like, team up. That's what you do. <laughs> it's like squad goals. That redneck who uh, eviscerates you, can you blame him? Because no, there's, a, there's, no, a, there's a clown running at you. Yeah. Like, people were running around with bats and, like, machetes. Yeah, no. like, that's how you get yourself killed. Like, you're going to run into the wrong guy who's not going to take your shit. Like, they're not just going to run away, and you're going to get messed up. Yeah. But I guess, like, that's the risk you play when um you do stupid shit like that. But uh, back to the black-eyed children thing. Um, oh, no. I know we don't like to talk about it because it's scary, but just because kids. Kids in general yeah. are scary as is, but, like... Add the supernatural to them, and it just gets worse. What are the rules on them? Uh, like, I know there's rules that you have to follow. But the black uh, you eye don't children? let them in. That's one of them. Okay. Yeah, don't let them in. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know the other ones. You want me to? I can look them up real quick. What, what person, though, like, sees that and is like... Oh, oh come on. on. Well, you know, the, the innocent old lady who thinks yeah, it's just a normal little girl. That's true. She's just got, like, fucking, like, gaping black eyes. And then she's like, oh, like, sweetheart. Like, <laughs> I know people... Who would do that though? There's a certain type of person, like the very, the, the trope, the very logical, like, oh, this is a joke, right? Mm-hmm. Like they read the lore book and they're like, don't invite him in. And then they show up and they're like, oh, you guys are playing a joke on me. And then they invite him in. And they end up dying. Yeah. There are plenty of people out there That's like that. True. Okay. That's a good one. So I have some information on 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 here. It says um, uh. uh um, they're usually abandoned. They they're usually near abandoned or deserted areas. Sometimes um, the reports talk to them appearing at one's doorstep, usually alone or in a pair. They appear to be unusually confident yet shy children who avoid your gaze and look down, hiding their eyes, but speaking with eloquency far beyond their apparent age. Um, often using mannerisms and speech patterns of an adult, they occasionally even possess the voice of an adult too. Um, this will they will usually attempt to talk to the victim into allowing them entry into their home to use a telephone or to be safe from unspecified danger. Occasionally when seen outside the home, they will immediately stop their play and stare at you or if possible, approach you asking for a place to stay or trying to talk you into giving them a ride home. Mm-hmm. I, the, the abandoned places thing reminds me of a story. Uh, sure. A very popular destination by Camp Hill um, was... Hulse Tower. It was like this old abandoned mansion. And it's, it's literally a mansion tower. Um, but it's right off of a really busy road, so you have to like go at night or sneak in. Mm-hmm. So my friend, like, we're walking through the woods at night. It's me and this one other guy. And he splits off, goes like this direction, right? And I'm just walking around over here. We're a couple miles in. Like, there's a mile trek to get there, because that's how like long and far off the path it was. And immediately to my left of me, I hear footsteps, but they're not like, they're not animal footsteps where they're light, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And you think if something's like um, a quadruped, you would hear more more steps. I just heard like two steps, like like a regular human walking. And I was, I shit my pants and just (laughs) ran away as fast as I could. And I called my friend, I was like, we got to get out of here. There's something walking around up there maybe it was a black eyed kid they like to hang yeah. out in abandoned places yeah seriously. oh no like okay that i i applaud you 
but like for going to a place like that because it in practice in theory it's really cool but i would never be able to just go there at night and like i see i want to do more stuff like that like um a place near me chickies brought we should we, we talked about we that should. last year there's a we, place here well, in town that's actually a, it's like a church or whatever that's known for like yeah, the blue eyed the blue eyed gang yeah you never heard about that? Uh, you guys told me about that last year. Fun fact, we kind of did low-key try some, like, ghosty stuff last year. Yes, yeah, but I'll save fun. that for the second half of the podcast. That's okay. interesting, scary shit. I lost that SD card for that with that fucking photo on it, too. Yeah, the photo with the... the all the, the, the little... As, as you... As what about you the must. shadow in front of my face? Uh, it was always on that one, too. You're not allowed to keep those photos. Like, that's the rule of, like, paranormal things. You're supposed... It's supposed to go missing or somehow get corrupted. Or I mean, I'm just like, bad. I'm just bad with, <laughs> yeah, bad like, with my SD cards, okay? No, I'm just saying, like, that's always the case. Everybody's like, oh, I got, I got it on video, and then the video is nowhere to be found. Yeah. Listen, you look at his room, and you know it's not a mystery. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, trust yeah. me. I've <laughs> lost, like, three SD cards at you this point. That at the end of the year, I remember. Yeah, that. why does no one put this on the computer? I don't know because it was just like it was cooler to know there's on like an SD card somewhere, but hey, it's still out there somewhere. Someone's so. gonna open that up if they find oh, that. I hope my dick picks up. I hope my the Ouija board was in. I th- see the Ouija board, we went back to try and find it and it wasn't there. For the sake of being creepy, I'd like to think it like disappeared into the house and will reappear. But honestly, I think facilities just found it. Do you it remember when we out. pranked Nikki into thinking that it was in her backpack oh, when she was on the way home? Oh, yeah. Poor thing. We used to take the Ouija board and hide it like around. I'm just explaining for a few. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Should we explain how we got where we got the Ouija board? That's <laughs> oh, an yeah, interesting that's story on its sketchy. own. So the town that we live in is um not that interesting, but they have a couple of local pawn shops. So we uh. Went to a couple pawn shops and uh, eventually found this one and, and asked if they had one. And the guy had to go into the back to pull this thing out. So <laughs> yeah, and we only paid ten dollars for it. But uh, nineteen sixties, the box was yeah. falling apart. Yep. Everything, yeah, baby. But, it's um, like a, it's like a. It was still when they would make like wood boards. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, it's funny that they're considered a kids' toy. Like you can buy them you at Toys R Us. Yeah, well, not that that's a thing anymore. But I'm interested, like if it is supernatural, like the sensations and everything you get in moving. I wonder if it's not just, be, like, if it is a kid's toy. I think it's more the intention behind mm-hmm. it of, well, I want to talk to this thing. Please come talk to us. Yeah. Like, you're just, you might be using a kid's toy to do it. But I it's still, people, like, you're inviting someone in. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. inviting them to come talk to you. Like, theoretically, uh, if they did answer, we could say right now, hey, come and talk to mm-hmm. us. And we could hear things or they could talk to us and stuff like that. Maybe hear some noises. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Ouija board just makes it easier yeah it's like a device for them to communicate so yeah. it's but um something i've been wondering about the ouija boards because is is there a decrease in supernatural quality when it's like cheaply printed off now like because like if you like the one that we have from the yeah. 19, had from the 1960s was like a dope like, like yeah decent wooden, quality like quality one yeah but now they're, it's, it's like a Monopoly board that you yeah. can just buy with yeah. like a cheap plastic. Folds out. Yeah, it's, well, I guess it's like, do, do the ghosts have taste and how they want to communicate? That's a story. Fuck that. I deserve the highest of quality. Maybe, like, well, if you're dead for centuries and centuries at a time, you know, maybe you can get the fresh ghosts that just, like, locked into the spirit world, you know? But if. Okay. Fuck, they can but if like you're not some basic bitch ghost if you're there for centuries right you're gonna be like i want them yeah. to go out of their way to yeah. try and communicate with me i need the quality yeah that's just the sophisticated ghosts. setup what yeah. if the year you got your ouija board was the year that you could speak to ghosts oh that'd be dope i would appear to me i i'm excited for when they, there's it probably already exists like a ouija board app because i feel like the only people you could get there are like angsty teens who died in 2013 while like texting and walking or I driving would, i wouldn't and trust that really, yeah maybe it was like chat or something like, yeah like, I, I can't like, wait till we can use fortnite to communicate <laughs> <laughs> he's just he posts they're controlling <laughs> they're the bots yeah oh yeah those are the bots well, they're fucking terrible and they should stop are we doing on time we uh we have about break? we're in about half an hour so we, yeah we can take a quick break all right, all right. We'll we'll stop it. after this spooky break okay And ooh, all right, welcome back to our paranormal episode of uh, Get Stoked. Um, uh, 
You're totally throwing me off my train of thought here. Um, What's the afterlife like? It's, it's really cool. Got, let me take this time to thank our viewers. Um, guys, we, wanted, we just wanted to say thanks for tuning in last week and watching uh, our episode about dreams. Um, Michael we're going to continue to keep you updated on our Instagram um, about when we are going to post new videos. But uh, for now, let's just jump right back into our episode. <laughs> Michael Jackson touched those kids. <laughs> I feel like I have to re-record that because I'm so like... I, I, just keep it in. It's fine. Oh, um, fun. Uh, anyway, so let's just get back into it. Speaking so. of ghosts... Ooh, stop. Okay. Stop. <laughs> stop. That bit went well. This one I kind of liked because it's kind of sweet. Okay. Sweet. Um, ghosts and sweet. I, I don't think that they... Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Just let you go. Um, There's a lot of sass being flung across this table. A lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I have a ghost for a roommate. How do I talk to him? <laughs> it's an advice ghost. <laughs> I had a ghost for a dad. I don't post. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh um, hi, I don't post much on Reddit at all, but I'm looking for some like-minded people. On four separate occasions, myself and three other people have seen an entity in my apartment, of which two saw it at my apartment, described as an old man in his 40s or 50s. The first time... I was having a video call with someone while I was eating pizza in my kitchen. A few moments after I left the kitchen, my friend asked if I was going, getting, blah, blah, going to share with my roommate. I live alone. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, they describe it as a black shadow in the background, and they didn't think much of it as somebody was walking by. The second time, a girlfriend of mine claimed she could communicate with spirits, so I asked her to base, I asked her to, and basically the conversation was very short, but it went something like this. Are you here? I'm here. Does he know about you? Yeah. Okay, bye. She got spooked, I guess, and cut it short. As we were leaving, she said he was staring at us from my porch, an older man. The third time, I had a friend over who said they were sensitive to spirit energy and could communicate. The second, we walked in my apartment, she felt the energy and said he was harmless, but just really lonely. She felt it in the kitchen, and when we were leaving, she said he was watching us from the porch. I never mentioned the other encounter to her before this. The fourth time, I was streaming live on Twitch. I wish I saved the clip because I looked at the corner of my screen and someone walked past me uh, coming from my kitchen to my porch and it looked like a black shadow, kind of. So today I talked to a medium. Now before I say what she said to me about the spirit, I never gave her any details. Hmm? It's, I'm just scrolling through it. It's like, holy cow. I never gave her any details of my experiences with the spirit. I never told her any of the other encounters. Anyone else had. She claims it was a middle-aged man named Joe. He died of a heart attack sometime in the 90s. Joe Mama? <laughs> Did you read ahead and no. prep that joke? No, I just I just thought of it when you said it. Hit a hot dab for that joke. High five, let's go. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, dude. That the, was epic. The other thing, and she, said, and she said that he said this with a smile, is that he likes pizza. This is what really caught my attention. The first encounter I had with him, he was behind me in the kitchen while I was eating pizza and video chatting with a friend. I asked her why uh, he didn't like that I... Oh, he... I asked her what he didn't like that I did, and she goes, well, you play your music really loud. I play in a rock band, and we used to practice in my spare room. Needless to say, we got pretty loud. She says he's a good spirit, enjoys when I have company over, and he just likes to make his presence known. Tonight, when I got home, I went to my bedroom to lay down, and I felt a sudden rush of energy and emotion as I sat on my bed, and, stared, and my light started flickering in my room for a second. I think it was the spirit. Honestly, I'm not sure what to make of this, but I wanted to share with a group of like-minded folks. I would like to establish a direct connection with the spirit and learn more about it, who it was as a human. I have a couple of ghost apps on my phone, but they seem really gimmicky. I was thinking of trying a Ouija board, but you know, that seems like it could be a whole other story. <laughs> Anyone have a suggestion on how I could possibly form a better connection with the spirit I'm sharing an apartment with? Or any thoughts at all? She says his name was Joseph Swanson, and it likes to be called Joe. He's a fucking shyster, dude. I don't know how long my landlord has owned this building, but I'm going to try to find out anything I can. And if I can, prove that the person even exists. Sorry for just a long post. I just wanted my experience to get in here. Okay, before we go on, this is such a sophisticated and polite post for Reddit. Like, their grammar's correct. Like, everything is like... And the it's, formatting? The format, just the, like the, the overall... Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. The overall like language. The overall language of it, too, is just like polite. It's, it's like... my stumbles. Um, but... That, that, that's that's the part that I I noticed myself. I was like, wow, he's like really polite about this. Who's the narrator? And also, who doesn't save their uh, their Twitch streams after they're done? Like, done. Yeah. Come on. What an amateur. Yeah, right? seriously. <laughs> you can automatically save your streams, but. No, I know. Um, I just want to talk about that fucking name. 
Mr. Swanson. No offense to Mr. Swanson, but it sounds like he's the guy who's selling you the car that's going to break down as soon as it get off the lot, <laughs> Isn't right? that the guy from Family Guy? Isn't that his name? Joe Swanson? Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure that's it, isn't yeah, it? I think it might be... It is! Ah! Did you just get... Did you Did we just get duped? <laughs> I mean, it didn't say anything about him being crippled, so... Also, Joe Swanson doesn't like pizza in Family Guy. Know your facts. So, um... But what about your, like... <laughs> what about your weird, like, just little things about him, like... Yeah. Like, he likes pizza, doesn't like loud music, like... I mean, who, who doesn't? I know. Yeah, I know, right? I play so, in a rock band. Had a heart attack. Um... So does the majority of America. Well, if we're gonna talk about having ghosts for a roommate, I think this, uh, this is a good time to bring out some of the stories from the house oh, yeah. last year, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Trenton has one from when he saw in my room, and I have one when I was in his room, so I'll let you go first. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know about the one in my room. Oh, you, I, I forgot about it. Um, so, so thanks for telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, um, it was late at night one day. Um, Evan had a roommate who was a very tall guy, and he had these, like, bright orange shoes. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. Um, and... They had a closet that opened inward into the room, but it was, like, kind of connected onto the room. It wasn't, you know, the the closet didn't jut out, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Uh, but the door swung inward, and Evan wasn't in the room at all. Um, and I thought his roommate was, because I walked out, and I just went, like, I was looking for him, and I saw a leg extend, like, behind the open closet door. And as soon as I went over there and closed the door, there was nothing behind there. But clear as day, I saw a leg from behind the door like walking, walking towards into it. it. And it's yeah. important to realize that behind the door, there was a wall right there, and then yeah. my TV was right yeah, there. Yeah, your so TV stand was he, there. There would have been walking into nowhere if, from what oh. he saw. But I remember him, you telling me, because you were like, is Cameron in there? I was like, no, he's not. And he's like, are you sure? Because I swear to God, I just saw him. And I was like, no, he's not in there. But yeah, I, it was like, it genuinely freaked me out. Like, a lot of times, I'll... I'll hand things up to make them more interesting for yeah. the people around me. But this, I was, I wasn't freaked out necessarily, but I was just confused. Like I remember talking to Evan and being like, "Yo, Cameron, <laughs> where's he at?" Yeah. But um. I forgot that you guys, like, I, I forgot you telling me about that. But my story is, I was in your room, and I, I think Josh walked out, but he when he came in, he put his books flat on the desk, like they were flat on the desk, and he walked out of the room, I think to go to the bathroom or something, and like the top book just. Right off the right off the top of the book, like the flat. Yeah, like it was it was completely flat. There's no way those books should have fallen off. You guys had the flattest room. I yeah, there's I so there's room. no way that it could have been anything, but it's just right off onto the floor. And I was sitting there, I was like, "What the fuck? What kind of book was it? Was I, it? it was just like a normal like reading book. I don't remember which one it was. Like a, like a not like a textbook. Yeah, there's no, and it wasn't on a binder or anything. It was just it was paperback, and it just was he stacked them there and it, he put them like up, up on like the thing you did tell me about that yeah and it just fell off and it was like creepy I, and at first i didn't know how to react to it because i'm like did that just happen and i was like i even looked at like the stack of stuff there and there was like, no indication of any slant and it like flung it wasn't just like drop it flung because like, it was up on that shelf thing and it flung off and hit the ground so there was like an angle to it too yes that's pretty weird so and the, I, I specifically remember i took my like level app on my phone and I tested your fucking room because I was like, not only did they get the biggest room, their room is level because everywhere else in that house, because yeah. it was so old, like I had to, I had to put like, like boxes on my fucking counters and stuff because they would roll, anything yeah. would fly the fuck off of it because it was so fucking unlevel. But yeah, that was like my only experience. And yours was flat. Yeah, and we had the weird thing too where the, the closet door mm. just refuses like, open again but i think that was more just like the old <laughs> shitty house yeah the shitty house your story made me think of something because remember you remember the story i told last um about my dream where i yelled mm-hmm. at cameron well i, I couldn't oh. tell it was anything but it was just a black figure that was coming at me but i yelled at cameron for coming towards me so i wonder if that what i saw in my dream maybe i was hallucinating or maybe i was actually seeing something and i thought it was cameron it was the same thing that you saw I genuinely in my heart of hearts i thought oh that's cameron i I want to see him. I want to talk to him. And I walked over, and I opened the door, and there was nothing there. And I was just so dumbfounded. Yeah. Like, did I miss something walking over there? Did I, like, is Cameron so fast that he can, 
<laughs> run away in a blink of an eye. Is he under the bed? Like, yeah, so I wonder. I wonder if like that had anything. If there's any connection there, because yeah. I remember, like I said, I yelled at Cameron, but he was laying in his bed. Do you remember I saw, where you saw the thing? It was walking towards me from his like from his bed. So same place it was heading toward. No, no not really, no. but still. I mean, if there's something in the room, the if there's oh, something yeah. in the room, then like yeah. But yeah, I made that makes sense to me now that I'm thinking about it. So well, that house, according to campus lore, is haunted. haunted yeah. By a hockey player yeah. who had asthma and supposedly he kept his medication up in the attic. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't why. understand. I went on a ghost walk because I was interested in this. Yeah, I was there too. And he went out to get his medication and the guys thought it was a hilarious joke to lock him up there and he had an asthma attack. But here's the part I don't understand. His medication was up there. What's right. the big deal? <laughs> you should just take it. How do you have an a- But like if you have an asthma asbestos. attack next to your medication you should be fine it's asbestos so yeah the asbestos <laughs> there is an attic that we have never been able to get up into but there is also a creepy basement yeah that yeah. had markings that on room the door. Yeah. yeah i know it's scary it was an a it yeah was an a and your basement yeah. right now is fucked yeah i have a video of that i, I want to show you then but um yeah it's fucking weird there's like it's, it's clearly paint but it's like like, it looks like blood all over the, to the downstairs of the basement. I'm like, oh, Didn't they write something, too? Yeah, I forget what it says. I have to look at the video. That's creepy. But, um, uh, yeah. But we have some more campus stuff we want to talk about. Uh, let's, let's save the, the, the Ouija board experiences for a little bit later. Because yeah. we... So, there are stories, um, about ghosts, particularly more uh, evil, like, demons and stuff mimicking mm-hmm. things. Do you think it would be possible that whatever happened between us could be something evil that was mimicking Cameron? That's possible. I hope not. I, I mean, I hope not either, but, but I, it's I like, certainly hope it's... The like, thinking about what you said and then the dream I had, it, it, it makes kind of sense. Well, also, compare that with your book thing of something being launched with force. That's not like yeah. typically what you associate uh, uh, with Leveland. Yeah. yeah, spirit. Theory. But I mean, I, but could it also just be like a practical joke of some sort? Are ghost jokesters? I mean, ghosts know I they're ghosts. Some would. Oh, that don't even. That's. A whole I don't think I would scream for it to get the fuck away from me would in my you? sleep. And you know how dream like sometimes ghosts can like implement themselves into your dreams too. What do you think? Baseline. What do you guys think ghosts are? Because some people think they're just energy. Some people think they are like the actual person themselves, like stuck in this limbo. Yeah, I heard it's like that. I had a. I had a super interesting, or I heard a super interesting theory where he thought ghosts weren't necessarily like anything human, but they were just beings that transcended, like maybe an alien race that transcended into a pure form without like material. And we sometimes just get glimpses in there. Yeah. The only, the only thing I would say that contradicts that theory is like a lot of times people report ghosts looking like humans. Humans. That makes sense. But, um, but I'm wondering if that's also something that is just a figment of the human mind where we can't comprehend brand, yeah. something else so our brain's like, we're going to make it look like a human. Yeah. Brain. But anyway, um, the original question, what are ghosts? What do you think they are? Yeah. I would like to believe in the purest form that everyone has a spirit inside them and then the body is just a spirit for the vessel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just a way that we're rationalizing yeah. everything that happens, like personalities. Something's got to think of all the neurons firing up here, yeah. right? Uh, so I want to believe that they're just wayward spirits. Yeah, lost. Yeah. 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 Like, there is some type of afterlife. Who knows uh, what it actually entails. Well, maybe everyone's just trapped here for eternity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of theories, too, that, like, some there's just spirits who, like, were like wronged and they have to like yeah. stuff like that so i don't know i, I like I, I like his theory too because i think that probably explains it the best yeah. I, it's just it's a nice thought it's comforting in a way to think that that you know the figure in the corner mm-hmm. isn't malicious in any way it's just someone who doesn't know they just what's happening but right. then you look at stories like the conjuring or like the amityville horror house where yeah. like it's like there's clearly malicious, malicious intent there. But there is something where ghost and, like, paranormal lore, I guess. Mm-hmm. Malicious things aren't typically ghosts. Because ghosts, oh, yeah. they never existed. They never lived. Like, demons. Like, yeah, demons. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, I remember about that. They never lived. They just mimic other things. 
Uh, and that's why I think a lot of the ghosts, like the roommate ghost, if he's real, is just like some guy hanging out, you know? Yeah. Like he's just doing what he did in life. Uh, but things that, like the thing that flung the bookshelf yeah. are not the book shelf, the book off the top of the bookshelf. You don't think that's a ghost? I would think that would be something that never lived at all. Yeah. yeah. It's just malicious. Well, isn't there also the theory too that ghosts who have been like around for a while eventually go insane and then they become malicious? That would kind of... I've heard of it. I think, isn't yeah. that like a theory like makes sense. of what they are? Like they've just been lost for so long that they've lost their sense of humanity mm. and that they've... Uh, but uh, I think like the demon thing, I know I've heard that like their spirit, they're like, they never existed, but... But, like, that's a lot of what you see. Like, I know that I think the Amityville Horror House and, like, that they were demons, so... Not to throw a whole different pitch. Do it. There's another theory that, like, what we perceive as the paranormal or as ghosts are really lapses in dimensions. I knew that's you were going to say, I I gonna gonna say. say that. I was, I was waiting for an opportunity to slip it in. And I find that cool, but actually, like, more horrifying but also more comforting, if that makes sense. It's scarier because it's something even farther outside of our control. We're not dealing with, like, a person anymore. We're dealing with something uncontrollable that just happened. Yeah. But at the same time, it's comforting because I'm sure whatever's on the other end of that probably is thinking, what the fuck, too. And they're not, like, actively trying to get to you. Yeah. Right. I like that, too, but it doesn't exa- exactly explain, like, items that are like cursed or haunted oh, like yeah. you know like the the um annabelle doll and stuff like that so well, like well what if what what if um if it is a lapse in dimensions or timelines like that item is tied to a specific break in like a timeline yeah like if that like was held by a little girl and her whole family was murdered well maybe there was another timeline where they weren't murdered and now you're seeing like the ramifications of like that right. huge break yeah. and i feel like if that was ever actually 100 percent found out that would be comforting because in a way that kind of like validates life after death much mm-hmm. more just knowing that there are so many different dimensions you know right if let's say these things go on forever like the universes maybe there's a dimension where people just happen to go when they die maybe it is a different dimension that we're seeing but it is what we think it is right where it's actually spirits mm-hmm. they're just in a different plane of existence yeah. than we are but it's the same plane yeah i think i think that's that's reasonable too because like you think if it was like lapses of in dimensions that like it'd be more consistent and you'd see it more. Yeah. But I mean, unless they're just areas that are weaker mm. for, and easier like for them to cross over. But I, I don't know. I, I still like the whole lost spirit theory too. Cause it just, in my mind, it makes a little more sense than that demand. I mean, I want to believe it's something as cool as that, but like, I don't know, just with like all the different types that you see and like all the oh, yeah. different stories you hear, it's like, and the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too varied. I think that, that was that solution in in practice would yield more consistent yeah. results like you would see very consistent things in it that's that's the thing that's always frustrating about like ghost stories right anything paranormal really it's like it's so varied and that delegitimizes it right but then it's so frequent that it legitimizes yeah. it yeah like the whole reason we have halloween is you know to the bad over, spirits yeah. are crossing over and we need to avoid them so we dress up like them mm-hmm. that's not a recent thing that's been going on for years and years well and, and years. look at like the day of the dead where like yeah the, the, their ancestors cross back over for a day you know it's stuff like that it's like you see it in so many different cultures and it's like there's got to be some sort of like you know um uh, like i don't even know what word i'm trying to use here but like value to what what's going on because yeah, of some validity yeah validity yeah, yeah. it's it's weird because it's like it transcends so many cultures so it's either real or it's a human condition yeah mm-hmm. right to just believe that there's something more maybe it is just a it's a, it's possible because we want to believe that there's more out there than just black blackness you yeah. Know? yeah so but at the same time it's like the whole culture thing like it, it you know not everybody's like even like religious people have tendencies to believe in like the supernatural sometimes yeah. so it's like you know n- it, maybe it's not just a human condition. Maybe it's um, you know, there is some validity to it. Yeah, I will say I in when I was doing this research, a couple of people I stumbled upon would in the comments be like, "I am a person of God," and what you guys describe as paranormal, like ghosts, I see as nothing more than like Satan and demons yeah. doing all of it. So like that benevolent spirit who like likes to hang out with you and occasionally he'll like move your cup as like a joke like yeah that's actually a demon which yeah. 
I can see how that's you can reconcile that with the like standard like Christian yeah. mentality. So I I think the jury's the jury's out. Like no one really knows. I think there's a lot more consistency though with like the whole demon story. It's like you see like them being a little bit more consistent than you do with like ghosts. Because ghosts mm-hmm. you can be like, oh, it was just my grandma just saying hi. But like demons, it's usually pretty consistently. They're just trying to fuck shit up. Yeah. You know like. And there's a lot of places, too. Like, there, I remember I, I watched a lot of, like, the BuzzFeed Unsolved theory, uh, series. And, like, uh, the, there's, like, Goatman's Bridge. And that one's, like, a home to, like, a demon. So it's, like, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think do, um, I think locations are a big thing, too. Yeah. yeah. There are certain areas that you can just, like, you feel bad mm-hmm. being there. Um, actually, my, my house, what sucks is in Pennsylvania, you cannot find out if anyone died in your property. Really? Sucks. Yeah, I hate that. In New York, you can. Fun fact. Um, But, uh, so, because I wanted to do research about it, because I was home, and there's one particular room in the basement where I have had the same recurring nightmare three times, and the same experience once I've woken up every single time, and it is right next to the boiler room, and if I ever fall asleep in there, I will have a dream that is totally normal, and then all of a sudden, everything will be on fire. And I will wake up, and three times this has happened, I will wake up, I grab my phone light, I turn it on, and I'm looking through the room, and I cannot see beyond my phone. Like, the light of my phone is That's more than terrifying. I can see. I see smoke. Like, I think that the house is burning. I feel scratchiness, I feel the heat, everything. I leave the room, everything stops. I turn around, everything's normal. But I swear to God, three times I've been in that room, and I've seen smoke. And, like... Maybe it's a dream situation. Maybe someone died in a fire. I don't know. But it keeps happening, and I'm terrified yeah, of that that's, room. that's horrifying. Hey, if I ever come over to your house, I'll sleep. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's no, I'm not kidding. Group sleepover sleep. down in the boiler Let's room. Let's have a podcast next Halloween. We'll do a podcast episode in the boiler room. <laughs> but, yeah, that's like... um. Yeah, you you see a lot of like attachment to certain places. Like There's a lot of very haunted, like well-known haunted places yeah. on... On the on, on, in America and like yeah. just all over the globe. I think it's also important too to look at all the theories that people have, and one of the biggest ones is that energy, in general, just allows them. It gives them strength or something like that. So that's why I think something like being next to a boiler room makes sense because perhaps there's more, you energy. know, there's more energy for them to manifest mm-hmm. and do these things. Like maybe give you dreams or just give you the feeling that someone's watching. Mm-hmm. Like personally, every time I go into the boiler room in my house, I always feel watched. Yeah. yeah. Like there's something in the corner behind it looking mm-hmm. at me. Yeah. You know? Whether it's evil or not, I don't know. Yeah. It's I just, just feel you feel it. Like Yeah, I don't think humans have some sort of sixth sense or whatever. It's just like you can tell when like the present like your like the, the aura around you changes. Yeah. Like yeah. and you can feel that. You can I feel it. It's something everybody can relate to. But you also see like the things like cold spots in houses like where there shouldn't be like yeah if you're down in the boiler room and you walk over and it's supposed to be hot down there why is there a cold spot mm-hmm. you know or like um in gettysburg i think rachel was telling this uh at gettysburg college there's a door because um during the war a bunch of people were dying or sick and they didn't have anywhere to put the bodies because it was winter so because you can't dig so they put them all in one room and they painted the door red to make sure nobody would go in there and that's where they kept the bodies and to this day Anytime they try to paint over the door, it will peel off. And it's always wow. going That's interesting. That's crazy. That is crazy. And, like, things like that. Like, I think location. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do you, are you guys believers in the tragedy links people to this realm, I guess you could say? The material plane? Well, yeah. That's what I was saying before. Like, you know, if, you know, yeah. you were murdered, then you can never have the like people like the tendency the, the the belief is that like they stick around until they can figure out what happened yeah. to them and the problem is that what turns them like malicious sometimes is they've been here for so long trying to figure it out that they've like i said lost sense of who they were so trying then to get like their door or like whatever moves them on mm-hmm. to the next like yeah place. and they've just gone insane and then they're like malicious and evil yeah but yeah i think so yeah it's it's fascinating just all the different theories people have. Of course, you can't prove any of them until, you know, maybe technology gets to a point where we can start understanding this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just everything about, like, here, um, here's what happened to me. Come solve it for me. There's always that motif of the investigator who has to piece together the clues and tell them to the ghost so they can move on. 
maybe there's some validity in that. I mean, yeah. typically people dwell on things, even if it's little things. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe emotions are so powerful that they can tether you to certain places like a house or start a fire in the boiler room mm -hmm. or something like that. And it, whatever you do, you just can't get away from it until yeah. you recognize it and you accept it. Yeah, well, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, the Winchester House. Um, it's, um, so, you know, the Winchester Repeating Arms Company? No. Well, it's a oh, gun yes, company. Yes, so, yes. The, um, the story behind this is the, the her husband died, and she um, took over the company, and she had this house, and it's in California. And um, uh, supposedly, um, the ghosts would, um, the ghosts of every person a Winchester rifle would kill would come to haunt her, so she constantly had her house in, in construction up until the day she died because she was trying to confuse the ghost like her house is crazy there's stairways that lead to nowhere there's doors that lead out to like like a, a, you know it's crazy like look look at it. it's huge oh it's in california God. but she was like supposedly haunted to the point where like she kept building so they would it would confuse the spirits that um lived in her house that sounds like the um the murder hotel uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, where he built like wall, like hallways that led nowhere, rooms that could be sealed off, like the air could be sealed off, and mm -hmm. he just murdered a bunch of people. In yeah, there. but yeah, she like went insane because like she was That's constantly crazy. being, um, yeah, yeah, she was haunted, haunted by, by every the person. Yeah, but her guns killed. I wonder if there's like a piece with her dying. Yeah, like if is now so that home is. It's still weird. apparently haunted, but. By who though? I don't. Right. I would imagine. I mean, I I don't know. But what I, was the location? Because I don't know about you guys, but if something killed me, I'd be pretty pissed off. Would you be like, pissed at the person using it or the? I mean, well, you said that they attach themselves. So yeah, they attach themselves. All these ghosts, to that, items. all these okay. ghosts that eventually she died. Well, they're now attached to this house because they've spent so long in it trying to get to her. So at that point, they just kind of hang around. Uh, Plus, okay. typically, there's like a respect where it's like, you know, I'm doing it to you. You're doing it to me. Yeah. I don't see why I should be too mad at you, but I'd be pretty pissed. Like, if you stabbed me right now and I died, I'd be pretty pissed off yeah. at you because there was no reason for you to stab me. But if we are at war and you stab me and I died, I'd still be pissed, but yeah. I was at war, you know? That's what I signed up for. That's what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you see, like, I think, like, you see a lot of locations that people attach. Like the Amityville Horror House, you know, a bunch of people got shot in there and died. So, of course, you know, they're going to attach themselves to where they died. Mm -hmm. But, um... We want to look at another post. Yeah, I think okay. So this one never really has like a, a full explanation, but I think what it might be is a skinwalker story. Okay. We also have some call like some campus like I think we should talk yeah, about some of the campus hauntings that, and we got to talk about the Ouija board experience that we yes. had. Um, I will read this really quick, and then we can move on to the other ones. Yeah, we are at twenty-seven minutes right now, so. Ooh, okay. You want to keep going? Uh, or do you want to just tell our campus stories? I think. We let's, should tell our campus let's stories. Let's tell our campus stories. Um, so, we, uh, I, I'll let you do the, the Mary Green story, and then I'll Ooh. talk about what we did. Yeah. Okay. So, as the story goes, the ghost of a little girl haunts Mary Green Hall. Um, supposedly in the 1950s, possibly the 1960s, possibly the 1940s. Who knows? Uh, a young freshman was moving in with her parents, and her little sister was playing outside with a ball. Said ball bounced onto the train tracks that now uh, go straight through our campus and wake us up every single night. Um, Not me. Little girl, I already live by a train, so. Little girl picking up her ball is somehow completely unaware of the train blaring and speeding toward her. I heard you, her foot got stuck or something. Oh, I had never heard that detail. That makes Plus a little more sense. fucking fast. I was always like, how is she not hearing, like, I heard she got stuck or something. <laughs> okay, she gets decimated. And uh, supposedly walks around. Rest in peace. So supposedly now, in Mary Green Hall, which is the hall that they were moving her big sister into, she runs up and down the halls, bouncing her ball and giggling. Um, we actually, our school got onto a like, paranormal investigation show. And in it, they had another incident where guys heard that story, and they decided that they were going to run up and down the hallways with oh, the ball and yeah, laugh yeah. to try and freak other people out. And then all this really scary stuff started happening to them. Like, their TV would turn on. Yeah. They would see, like, they would see the girl, like, fucking, like, mad at them. Yeah. Um, their speakers would blast static. And yeah. Stuff like that. So, all I'm saying is, Mary Green, don't mess with her. 
Let's play. And we messed with it. Yeah, we did. Let's get into the Ouija uh, board story. So we finally decided that we were going to take the Ouija board behind the hall. We hadn't done it before. We took it out to like this one building kind of off, off like the main grounds. And, um, but we finally decided, hey, we're going to take it behind Mary Green. So we did it. Um, it was, a, you know, your usual spooky Ouija board stuff. I think we heard a noise or like a scream yeah. come out of nowhere. But, um... It was, it was like freaking, on. yeah, you got tugged on. But anyway, the more interesting part was when we came back afterwards. Like we, so we went back, we put the Ouija board down. And I was like, hey, let's go back out. I'll take my camera out and we'll just go see what's out there. So we go out there with my camera, take pictures, stuff like that. And, um, well, we look at them. And, uh, so the first one I took, like one of the first interesting ones I took was of our, my roommate at the time. And there were like orbs all over, like, and there's no way that the light source could have been like. There weren't bugs, there weren't anything, but they it had to have been like orbs of some sort all over him, and it was really freaky. Yeah, this was around fall time. Yeah, it was fall time. So, no, it wasn't like gnats flying out no, of bell no. or anything like that. And it was at the middle of the night, too, so. It should have just been a clear picture with yeah. a dark background, but it was a, had all these orbs around him. And um, so, uh, we also... Um, uh, you said you got tugged at, at some point too yeah, during the Ouija board. During the Ouija board, yeah, I remember that. You, you said like you asked if somebody tapped on you or whatever, but yeah, I remember that. Um, and uh, so then I uh, keep taking pictures, and I took this one of Trenton, and there was like this weird shadow over his forehead, but like nothing. He wasn't. You weren't doing anything. I should no. have casted that shadow. Yeah, there was nothing in the camera, in the way of the camera, at least discernible mm -hmm. that would ever do that. And your camera's set up in the yeah. way, so the flash is right next. Yeah. to the, um, like, right above the lens. Yeah. So if something were to do that, it would have to be, like, yeah. really small and right in front of the little flash. Mm -hmm. and, and it was just pitch black. Yeah. There was, you couldn't see anything through it. And then I think the craziest part was when we got back, Cameron had, like, three dots of blood on his hand, and uh, he hadn't, like, there's, he didn't cut it. There was no visible cut sign anywhere, but, like, like these three dots of blood just randomly on his hand. And, um... I think like a lot of that's like the, the the three is associated with like the the father, the son, the Holy yeah. Ghost. It's mocking the Holy Trinity. Yeah, but um, it's mocking it. Yeah. So like demonic. That's yeah. why um, oh. the witching hour is three. Yeah, in the morning. Oh. But yeah, that, that so that was probably the most interesting experience that we had was with that Ouija board. Other than that, like just weird things here and there with uh with it when we take it out. But that was like the craziest mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Were you there for? Were you outside with that with us? I went, we went with. I went one time with Rachel. Because our friend um, is supposedly sensitive to that, so she also knew all the rules of it, and we didn't want to break it, so yeah. we went behind, on the train tracks, but like we were um, closer to the house than yeah. you guys were. Yeah, it was weird, weird, weird shit messing with it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's probably the craziest. Ours, when we started doing it, it started doing Zo, which apparently. Yeah, if it spells out a certain thing, you're supposed to stop. Yeah, it's because it's a demon. Yeah, if a demon so, like, so. spells its name or something, you're fucked. It's hard to gander, like gander whether or not like what you're doing with the Ouija board is legit because like I feel like there's some sort of instinct that like you want to see it move, yeah. so like you, uh, like without without mm -hmm. like you make it move even though you're not trying to. That's yeah. why I was, I kept trying to get um, other people than Evan and I to do it because we were relentlessly shitting on it the whole time, yeah. right? Like, we were like, this, no way this is going to work, saying dumb stuff like that, like, in a way being dickish towards mm -hmm. the spirits if they were there. Um, but there were certain people, like, you were one of them, where you're just like, I don't fuck with that. I'm yeah. not going to yeah. touch it. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to invite it to do anything. Mm -hmm. And Rachel, I remember the one time we did it, Rachel started getting really freaked out. Yeah, but yeah, um, she was really uncomfortable with it. But... Um, uh, but she also comes, um, our friend comes from a very, like, haunted, like, area. Yeah, so, Gettysburg, yeah. Yeah, so she says she runs into it a lot, and it's kind of, there it's like, oh, there's another ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a really interesting personal anecdote um, about a house that my grandma lived in. Uh, it was kind of like, it was a half home, you know, you know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, where it split down the middle and it was right behind, or right in front of a cemetery. Yeah. The interesting thing about this house is that it wasn't necessarily a normal haunting, but like anytime you watched horror movies, things would happen from the movie. Ooh, that the house. fuck that. So like, I remember once we were watching One of Stranger Calls, and as soon as the movie ended, the phone started ringing. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. It, it was horrifying. I'm burning the house down. No fucking thank you. I'm 
I'm, I'm moving the next morning. The funniest part about that is when you hear about these stories That's of people crazy. who are haunted, they stay in the house. Yeah. They always stay in the house. Like, get the fuck no, out of there. It's our house now. No, nah. they're making it clear it's not your house. I yeah. don't care how much money you just drop on that. Serious. GTFO. No, nah, dog. That house was not theirs. But sometimes they follow them around. Like, it depends on the story. But, like, if it's tied to the house, you uh, get the fuck out. Like, out. I ain't, I'm not messing around with that the phone, shit. The phone ringing would... I would not. I couldn't do that. I know it's just happenstance, yeah. but, like... Did you answer it and see who it was? No. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's probably yeah, just some I'm fucking not, telemarketer. Not to shit on the phone ringing... Theme, but most of those movies come from around the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back when phones still were attached to the wall. So if there's two phones in your house and you get a call while you're in the house and you pick up the phone in the kitchen and the only other phone is upstairs and somebody goes, I'm in your house. You know where he is. Yeah. yeah. Calm down, Barbara. Run. Yeah. You know that he's upstairs. The no, you know what? Right I think there. I'm going to go upstairs and see. If like, where are you? Like, where are you? Like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of the house. You know he's upstairs on your phone. You only have two goddamn phones that are attached to the fucking wall. That's my least favorite horror movie <laughs> and trope. And they're the complete opposite. Like, what the There's f- a door right next to you that, that goes outside. Yeah, that's my <laughs> least favorite horror movie trope is the, I'm going to go see what this is. Like, you're not a fucking investigator. Don't fuck with it. But then again, but then again... We actively want something yeah, to happen that's to true. us, so I can't complain. Although, there's a difference. When you're talking, horror movies that are paranormal are very different from horror movies that are just Killer, fucking crazy slasher. people. Yeah. yeah. you ever seen Hush? Oh, yeah. That one's pretty Is good. It's a, the deaf lady that lives out in the woods, oh, and this guy's trying to get into her house. No, no, no. It's good. It's really fucking good. Oh, no, no, no. You don't like deaf ladies? No, I don't like people. You I, should watch it. It's scary. The paranormal. That's fair, because people can really do damage. They can kill you. And you know that people exist. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see them every day. What scares me even more is people who uh, who do stuff to purposefully scare people. Not do anything, but scare people. Because that, it's that same thing with the clowns. Like, I would scare myself if I was in their position. If I was fucking stalking someone in the dark. I would creep myself out because if I'm out here fucking creepily staring at somebody, someone else could be behind me staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But yeah. Scary shit. <laughs> Scary shit. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, people are definitely the worst. I hate them. Yeah. Uh, ghosts, please come and take me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll fight a ghost over some deranged hit me, serial hit killer. Hit me up. Yeah. Uh, swing, come on, come through. Yeah, come on the podcast. Think about it, right? <laughs> like, what's, what stops a person? Some bullets, a knife. You got to fight. What stops a ghost? Some funny, some funny tap water. You know, <laughs> splash it over. I'm an ordained minister. We can make it happen right now. Uh, that's uh, great. Well, I think we're um, we're at a pretty decent stopping point. Um, yeah, so. We're not sure what we're going to talk about next week. Um, we'll decide and hopefully let you know on our social media at yeah. uh, on Instagram at Get Stoked Podcast and maybe Cryptids. Maybe cryptids. Maybe. Because it's still Halloween. It is still I was thinking we could season. do folklore legends too. Folk- oh, I would love let's to do, do that. I've been folklore? looking for excuse to buy a folklore book. All right. Well, so, then uh, right. tune in next week to hear about some interesting folklores. We're going to do some research and maybe not from Reddit because it's going to be hard to find a lot of those. I'll try my best. We'll try. <laughs> We're, uh, don't be surprised if we kind of dive away from the Reddit thing. I think this is just more interesting stories that interesting we're trying to talk about. Interesting stories and concepts. So, but, um, but anyway, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Overall themes. Also, uh, be sure to uh, visit our subreddit, r slash. Speaking about getting away from Reddit. Get Stoked Podcast. Um, We're trying to collect, you know, comments and stuff on there, so hopefully we can talk about it sometime. Follow our Instagram to stay updated. Instagram, yes. Get Stoked Podcast on Instagram. Thank you so Um, much for listening. Yeah, thank you. And you want to say anything, Trenton, before you go? I love you all. (laughs) All right. Woo!